Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome to another episode of Popping Off with Phil, the podcast. So, let me first start off by saying I moved this weekend. And bitch, when I tell you, it is the most agonizing process ever. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't do the prep work that I should have. So, word from the unwise to the unwise, when you move, make sure you do the prep work. And when I say prep work, I mean literally going through your closet and determining what's a value to me. What do I like? What don't I like? What's still my style? What's not my style? What can I wear? What can't I wear? Um, you know, what season am I going to be in during this transition? What of this uh, can I put away? What of this can I throw away? Is one going through old papers and determining what's a value to you? What do I need to keep? What do I need to maintain? What do I need to file? What do I need to shred? Um, it, it makes a world of difference because after all of the heavy stuff is moved, because let me just say, I did get movers um, and I will never not have movers. It is the best $300 that I have ever spent in my life because there is nothing like knowing that I don't have to lift a couch, lift a mattress, move a washer and dryer. Like it's, it's a lifesaver to know that somebody else is going to handle that for me, but it's the little things that add up. And I didn't do a really good job of packing up what I call the little incidental things. Like after everything was moved, I looked around and I was like, fuck, I still have 17 million items to box. I was so frustrated. But what I did do is I actually had the movers come the day before I was scheduled to turn in my keys. Because in my mind, I was like, well, if everything gets out of here on Thursday, Friday, I can literally spend doing this, cleaning up and getting these final things out of the out of out of the apartment. But it took so much longer than that. And I am so grateful to uh, the leasing consultant who was like, baby, I know moving is stressful. I'm going to say that you turned your keys in today and just get them to me tomorrow by noon. Oh my God, I bought her lunch. I was so, so relieved. But I'm so glad that I moved and I am even more grateful to friends. So, you know, this process was was a bit stressful for me because in the first, the first time in my adult life, I literally didn't know where I was going to go. I knew that I didn't want to renew my lease. I knew that I didn't want to start another lease. And so... I was really hoping that this shift in terms of locale or even position was going to happen sooner. <laughs> uh, my plan, not God's plan. Uh, so in my mind, I was like, this will be perfect, smooth transition. It didn't exactly happen that way, but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I have friends who were like, listen, bruh, I got you, you know? And it's one thing for someone to be supportive in speech <laughs> And via text message and via email and on social media, like, do your thing, I got your back. But it's another thing for someone to open their home to you and say, hey, you know, I have space. And because I have space, you have a space. (laughs) You have a place. Uh, Wait a minute. Because I have space, you have a place. I think that's better. Anyway, grateful to my friend for allowing me to um, invade his personal space. And so that's great because I don't have to worry about that. And I really can focus on getting back to doing some of the other things like you know really kind of pumping out some applications because I had kind of laxed up a bit and I think it was the stress of feeling a little nomadic but I'm good now I'm good now so 
I think that I want to talk a little bit today about intent and how important it is to be intentional. Um, I think a lot of times we kind of go through life on autopilot, haphazardly. Things happen uh, and we're like, okay, well, great, that happened, that fell into place. But what was the intent behind getting to this point? Um, I think that being intentional in action is very important, but also being intentional in words, in your speech, in your language. Too often we say things uh, not really understanding or giving any credence to the gravity of the words that we're speaking. Um, and it's something as simple as being as saying like, I'm not this or I'm not that or I don't deserve this because, I mean, you're pretty much telling yourself that whatever it is, you don't have access to. And that's not true. There's lots of things that we have access to. And some of it is just about speaking into the atmosphere that this is what we want. So whether you're a spiritual person, um, meaning someone who attends church on a regular basis, or even a universalist, somebody who believes in speaking things into the universe and coming to us, or a... uh, a manifest destiny type of guy or gal where you're like, you know, I'm going to manifest these things. These are things that I want. And so I'm going to think on these things. I'm going to write about these things. I'm going to imagine these things. I'm going to envision these things. However you, you know, you get your kicks in terms of moving through this thing called life. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional about what you say and what you do. And you have to know that, um, that there is a, a high level of importance about being intentional. So just to give you an example, um, I, I'm a cynic. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sarcastic. And I want to say when I graduated from college in 2007, I didn't do another example of not doing the prep work. So I guess I haven't learned anything, but I didn't do the prep work. So I have friends who were going off to grad school, who had internships lined up or fellowships lined up. They had jobs. And I was just like, surely a young man who has a a, a college degree from an institution as prestigious as Morehouse College would be able to find work and and make the type of money that he demands. I mean, $40,000 is a lot to ask. Well, the world was like we don't really care about any of that. And so I I was kind of lost and I was at home. I went home for a period of time. Um, after I, after I enjoyed the whole idea of being a college graduate and I was having a conversation with my father and he was the first person to say, like to say to me, you're a negative person. You are a cynical person. And basically he was like, Nothing good is really going to happen to you with that attitude. And I was just like, jaw drop. Like, <laughs> like before, before we were really categorizing shade, I was like, I just felt the overcast slowly drift over my head. Because no one had ever actually said it to me that way. Like, yes, I'm sarcastic, but, you know, some people look at sarcasm as being funny. Other people look at sarcasm as being annoying. I guess I had gotten... 
uh, a myriad of different responses to being sarcastic, but no one had ever said you're negative and you're a cynic. But these things were true. And I oftentimes talk myself, talk down to myself. Like, I'm like, ah, you, you know, you lazy. You this, you this, and you this, and you this, and you that. And none of those things are true. Because obviously there are examples in my life where I've exhibited that I'm not lazy. I believe this this course that I'm on challenges that. Because for many years, I'm like, I'm just lazy. And it's, it's not. It's not that I'm not lazy. It's just that there's a certain level of energy and effort that you put into things that you want to do. And there's a certain level of energy and effort that you don't muster when there are things that you don't want to do. Um, but I think that over the years of telling myself, you're lazy, you're not this and you're not that, I literally began to believe those things. And so... Thankfully, you know, obviously we're our worst critics. We can find a million holes in our story, um, a million things that we, we would like to be different. And sometimes it takes the love and the support of a friend to be like, nah, you know what? You've actually done a lot in this short period of time. You've actually accomplished a lot. And so... You should be proud of those things. And if there are other things that you want, you should literally go after them. And that's the whole foundation of being intentional um, in terms of action. And in terms of word, just turning it around. You're, you're not lazy. You just have to figure out what it is that makes you tick. I know my, a coworker of mine, a former coworker of mine, said you have to figure out what makes your heart grow you know and then you have to water it whatever it is so you know if it's a situation where you want to be an artist you have to find outlets that allow you to be creative and then you water it and you water it by doing more of that you water it by uh entering yourself into exhibitions you water it by making your services available to other people for for purchase or making your services available to other people just for pure consumption um you water those things. I like to sing. I sing a lot. I complain a lot about the rehearsals uh, because I feel like I rehearse a lot. I tease a, a, a lot of my friends on a regular basis because I, I went to college with a lot of guys. Well, a lot of my friends from college were music majors. And I'm like, I sing more than most of you. <laughs> and, and I was not a music major. I mean, even in college, I sang a lot. Like, I was in recitals and different things like that for graduates, like graduate recitals. And But it's what makes my heart grow. It, it, it feeds me. And so I water it every chance that I get. And although I complain about the process, the product is something I really enjoy. And I oftentimes get compliments in concert settings like you really look like you enjoy what you're singing I'm like well aren't you supposed to like I move a lot so like I was <laughs> I was watching a concert the other day and I was just like I never stopped moving like because I literally feel the music so you know I think that these things are important um being intentional is important especially in this particular season in my life where I have said very firmly um out loud and to other people that this is what I want to do. This is the path that I want to walk. So there's a level of expectation that people have in terms of how are you going about following this dream that you have for yourself. Um, 
sorry, I'm driving. So there are things going on. Um, and so that's that whole concept of being intentional. Deciding not to renew my lease was an intentional decision. Um, deciding to apply for positions in and out of the state of Georgia, but mostly out of the state of Georgia, was an intentional decision. Um, starting this podcast was an intentional decision. And these are all things that have fed me in a way and have totally changed my outlook on things. Because these are a lot of things. A lot of the things that I'm doing now are things that I once said I couldn't do. And once I said I couldn't do them, or once I stopped saying that I couldn't do them and decided that I would just do them and go for them and let the outcome be what the outcome be, um, I've been a much happier person. And there's small changes. And I feel like there's so much more to, to do in terms of being intentional, for me at least. Um, there's so many more steps to take. There's so many more walks and journeys to take. But I'm here for it all. So I want to encourage everyone who's listening, um, figure out that thing, whatever it is. So it's two things. I want you to figure out that thing that makes your heart jump, you know, makes your heart grow, makes your heart beat, and find ways to water it. Um, regardless of what it is, regardless if it's totally on the opposite spectrum of what it is you actually do, because oftentimes we don't do, at least not for a profession, those things that actually excite us. Some of us are lucky. Some of us are fortunate. Some of us are blessed that we are actually doing the work, um, that we set out to do. And that's wonderful. But even those people have to find aspects of that particular job that excite them because the humdrum of the everyday life gets it gets to you wears you down so find that thing and figure out a way to to water it the other thing is if there's a, a speck of negativity in your life in terms of things that you say you can't do things that you say you're not good at things that you are 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 afraid to try things that you've tried and failed at, um, or just things like, I'm a lazy person, I'm not this, I'm, I'm, I'm not fit, I'm not attractive, whatever those things are, start speaking the opposite of those things. Stop, start speaking, start, uh, start speaking the opposite of those things. Start saying things that you are, you know, I used to say, I am not a risk taker. And so my approach now is I am a risk taker. I, I am willing to take risks. I am willing to embrace the journey. I have so many things in place. There's so many things that I've done in my life as a person, as an employee that offer a certain level of security to me that allows me the space to take a risk. And it's not about whether it's calculated or uncalculated. It's a risk. And I now affirm that I'm a risk taker. Uh, yes, I didn't quit my job and move across country. But, you know, there's levels to this thing. And I'm okay with the level I'm at now. <laughs> so be intentional with your actions. Be intentional with your words. And you'll notice a great change in your life and, and really your outlook on life. So have a beautiful Tuesday. Obviously, my commute is a little longer, so I can't afford to 
talk a little while longer, but I don't want to to lose the concept of micro content because I feel like we're busy people um, and nobody has time to listen to a, a two and a half hour podcast. Although there's some great podcasts out there. Like I feel like something like a podcast can be consumed in a moment. And so I want to, I want to hold on to that idea. Uh, please send me messages. Give me ideas, things that you want to hear me talk about, things that you're curious about my perspective. I would love to talk about them because there are some days where I'm just like, fuck, what am I going to talk about? I have no idea. And so uh, sometimes I just hit record and, and let it do what it do. And what comes up comes out. And it ends up being a pretty good show. Uh, but I've definitely had some shows where I'm like, uh, I listen back to it and I'm like, I really wish I would have done more prep work. <laughs> Word of the day, prep work. Um, but nonetheless, hit me up, please share, please encourage other people to listen, to check it out. I know that there are other people who are in this space, the space that I'm in. So I would love for them to be encouraged. Uh, and I would also just, like I said, love to talk to you guys. You're like my co-host. I need you. (laughs) I need you. Um, so please, 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 please post, respond, shoot me messages, on any of my social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, um, or send me messages via Anchor. I would love to talk to you guys. Anyway, love you. Have a great day. Peace.